Welcome back to another episode of Vicarious Resilience, where you can learn specific skills to help you face difficult struggles or just daily life. I'm your host, Danette Honish, and I'm a registered clinical counselor. Vicarious Resilience is about learning the skills that have worked for others and trying to use them for ourselves. It's also about sharing what works for us so we can help others. Each individual doesn't need to figure these skills out for themselves. Let's add to each other's toolbox. In 2009, the American rock band Pearl Jam released their ninth studio album, Backspacer. You might remember it. The album had an astronaut floating amongst some stars and the Earth in the bottom right-hand corner. The album had two singles on it. The first is Got Some, but it's the second single, Just Breathe, that I want to talk about. Eddie Vedder, Pearl Jam's lead singer, has that beautifully soulful voice. He sings with such emotional honesty and vulnerability that it's difficult not to be moved by this song. In 2009, this song was everywhere. You remember it. Oh, I'm a lucky man to count on both hands the ones I love. Some folks have just one, yeah, others they got none, uh uh-huh. Stay with me, let's just breathe. He's talking about enjoying time with the people he loves, his inner circle. Our emotional energy can get zapped in so many different ways. Is it the upcoming election, the stresses at work, or is it all the time and energy being invested into people who don't put the same time and effort into you? Emotional effort doesn't have to be perfectly reciprocal. Maybe someone cared for you a lot at another time in your life, and now it's your turn to put in the time and effort. Or maybe your life is going really well right now, but you see someone else struggling and you have some extra emotional energy that you can give to them to help support them. And that's okay. Of course, it's good to give your time and energy to others, but we only have so much. So spend some time thinking about who you want to ensure get some of your energy. Who shows up? Who do you want to ensure that you're showing up for? Then if you have additional energy after that, then for sure, support other people. That's great. But once you have your list, the people that you know have your back and you have theirs, think about writing to each of them. Write them a letter or even a postcard. Tell them all the things that you respect about them. Tell them why you love them, how they've had a positive impact on your life. Participating in this activity does a few really important things that will deepen your relationship and reinforce it. The first thing it does is show trust. Eric Erickson's theory of psychosocial stages of life talks about trust versus mistrust as the first of eight stages of personal development. Erickson describes this stage as occurring between birth and about one year of age. Having the ability to trust develops into being able to experience hope. 
Hope is a very important resource for anyone. Without hope, we would not live very long. Later in life, trust develops into an appreciation for interconnectedness. John Bowlby later took some of Erickson's ideas of trust when he developed attachment theory. The central theme of attachment theory is that an infant's primary caregivers, who are available and responsive to an infant's needs, allow the child to develop a sense of security. The infant knows the caregiver is dependable, which creates a secure base for the child to explore the world. An inner circle mimics the responsiveness of primary caregivers. Being responsive to the needs of those in your inner circle can offer those people a sense of security. It also encourages them to respond to your needs, giving you a sense of security. Once you have established that you can trust the person, the other positive aspects of inner circle work fall into place. Acknowledging the importance of someone in your life demonstrates a level of commitment to your relationship with them. This commitment should be reserved for those who are loyal enough to stick around. It is meant for those people who play the long game. It is for those people who share themselves with us. The people in our inner circle are people that we have a level of intimacy with. I'm not talking about physical intimacy. I mean emotional intimacy. The people we trust to be vulnerable with. The ones we feel that it is safe to share our weaknesses with and the things that we like least about ourselves. They're the ones that we know deep down know us and accept us, warts and all. When there's trust, commitment, and intimacy, it's easier to have empathy. It's a mistake to believe that we can read someone else's mind. Once we have intimately understood how someone processes experiences based on their former experiences and how they see the world, then it becomes easier to walk in their shoes. Eddie Vedder sings how lucky he is to have so many people in his inner circle because some people have few or even none. If you're feeling like you don't have anyone in your inner circle or you really need a few more people, this will give you a pretty good framework to build one. Look at your ability to trust others. Does it need some work? Are you someone other people can trust? Be trustworthy. Have someone's back. You have to put it out there before people will know that they can trust you. Choose wisely the people you're going to commit to. Go slow and play the long game. People who quickly jump into committing to others can make assumptions that those people are trustworthy and are as committed to you as you are to them. Time is a good teller of truth. Build intimacy by allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Again, go slow. Intimacy involves reciprocity. Share a little about yourself and then see if the person will reciprocate. Intimacy is a two-way street. Show empathy and check back. See if you're getting it right. See if you're understanding 
how they process emotional information. Empathy also includes feeling what it is like for them. Don't take it on as though it's yours. If you're one of the lucky ones to count on both hands, the people in your inner circle, then recognize that that's a very valuable gift. Write the letter. Send the postcard. Pick up the phone. This brings us to the end of another episode of Vicarious Resilience. If you're enjoying the podcast, go ahead and click subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to contact me about the podcast, or if you live in the White Rock, BC area and would like to book a counseling session, feel free to email me at danetrcc at gmail.com. Danette is D-A-N-N-E-T-T-E-R-C-C at gmail.com. You can also find me on the Psychology Today website under Find a Therapist or my website, danette.ca. All these links are found in the liner notes. I'm your host, Danette Honish. Thanks for listening.